You f- you found it. Come here. Come closer. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Starfish in the Church podcast, episode one. Uh, okay, so we call it Starfish in the Church. We are, right? This is perfect. We should leave all of this in. What, what, do we, what is the name of it? Is it the Starfish? Yeah, it's Starfish in the Church. That's what we're calling it. That's this yeah. is the this is it. It's going yeah. right now. The book is the starfish and the spider, but no, no the starfish and the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is both answers are correct. It's all an amalgamation, right? Hey, it's all part of it. It so is. So that's what this is all about, right? <laughs> if you're listening, welcome to the chaos. Welcome to the yeah. Computer. And listen, this has been a whole. This has been five years of chaos. Uh, truth of the matter is so the way that if you're a listener that you got here is uh following the way that rob and i got here it uh i would be lance ford and rob would be rob wegner yes hey rob hey hey lance real quick uh who exactly are you Where, where do you live what are you doing yeah well i live I'm a Florida man, so Florida. yeah. So pretty much anything you see in the news, that's really me. But legally, they can't use my name. I've found out. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I live in in the Panhandle of Florida, uh, in the area called L.A., which is actually Lower Alabama. So I'm almost in Alabama, but I'm up in the Panhandle of Florida in the Panama City area by way of my birthplace being Fort Worth, Texas area. And, but lived in Kansas City with where I was close to my buddy Rob for a few years and loved Kansas City, but I've uh, been in, in, uh, in Florida here for a few years. All right. What about you, Rob? Hey, where are you at? What I'm, are you about? I'm uh, in the depressed city of Kansas City, having just lost the Super Bowl. Sad day. I've uh, been here six Jeez. years, and uh, currently I'm one of the directors in the Kansas City Underground. We are kind of a two-entity organism. We have a mission agency that helps just ordinary folks where they live, work, learn, and play, become loving missionaries and disciple-makers that then see microchurches emerge. And we're also then a decentralized network of those microchurches. We want to fill our city with the beauty, justice, and good news of Jesus. And I'm also now the co-author of a book. That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, you know, in this book, it's it's really been amazing because... Uh, what book? What's the name of the book again? The Starfish and the Spirit. Yes. And the amazing thing about this book is now, Rob, you've written books before. I've written books. We're pretty well aware of the process. You kind of get your timeline. You kind of know what to expect when you start. Um, well, this book did not follow that protocol. Uh, this book literally has been in... Was in... Um, process started probably five years ago uh i went to ori brofman who was the author of the new york Times best-selling the starfish and the spider uh which a lot of our listeners probably have the book on their bookshelves and, and lance, uh, that book lance let yeah me, let me insert in something real quick just if you haven't read the book go read it and it's yeah it, and here's absolutely the, it was kind of it was a game changer uh ori wrote a book that helped sort of open up a, 
a paradigm, I think, for a lot of leaders in the business world, but also the church world. And the metaphor is basically you have a spider and a starfish. They look very similar from the outside. They have a, a main body and kind of radial arms. But functionally, internally, they're completely different. With a spider, if you crush the head or pull off a couple of arms, the spider is done. But a starfish, you chop off an arm of a starfish and you get two starfish. Because everything that's needed to reproduce the starfish is in every cell. And these represent two types of leadership. Centralized hierarchical leadership, which is what many businesses and, yes, churches have operated under. Or a starfish type of leadership, which is about decentralizing power and authority. It's about equipping, multiplication. And so this book is taking those ideas and applying it specifically to the church as a movement. And now, yeah. how in the world did it take five years for this to come to pass? Well, it, it writing this book had been on my heart for, for quite a while. Uh, I'd become friends with Ori. Golly, I'm thinking I met Ori in around 2007 or something like that, and we've kept up a friendship, uh, done a couple of projects together. We've had, had him speak at some of the conferences, uh, centralized conferences back in the day that I was a co-founder of. And so this book, I always felt like this book needed to be written, The, the Starfish and the Spirit. And uh, I had written a book called Unleader that was really a pretty uh, you know, heavy critique on business practices being poured into the church without Jesus being the filter. I have no problem as well as, as you, Rob, and we talk about it in this new book. We have no problem taking any, uh, you know, wise practice but but jesus has to be the filter for it so uh i'd written about that but that book was uh, it had a few solutions but it was more weighty on the uh critique side which i think it's still a needy book but i uh, started working with with uh ori about the possibility of writing this book but then as the lord started leading um uh he put you on my heart um, of course, we had a friendship. I knew what was on your heart. I knew I knew the journey you, that you had taken. I know what you're saying. You um, had a, you had a man crush on me. I understand. Well, no, don't put words <laughs> in my mouth at all. And especially not those words. Don't put those words in my mouth. Okay, I take them back. So yeah, <laughs> you can have them back. He wrote me a note and it said, "Do you like me? Check here." Yeah, check here. <laughs> check there. Man, no, I remember. I remember this conversation. And uh, I was a super fan of Ori's work. He's gone on to written, he's written what probably four or five New York Times bestsellers. Mm-hmm. And and so Lance would say, "Hey, we're working on this book, and I feel that maybe the Lord is leading me to ask you to consider." I was like, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I get to know Ori? Yes. <laughs> and and yeah, yeah, that was pretty much the way it went. Yeah, you was pretty much like uh uh and and then then I think the next thing you said was but do you have to be a part of it Lance? How about you and I run with this? <laughs> That's the way. If if I remember no, right. Yeah, yeah, the first email all three of us were on it and then I just forgot to put you on all the other ones. <laughs> Oh, but the thing about it was, is for everybody to know, listen, Ori was right alongside with us. Ori wrote the, ended up writing the foreword for the book, but, Mm -hmm. but Ori's guidance, man, he probably counseled us through it for for the first year or so. We had tons of conversations and a lot of influence from Ori. So we're deeply indebted to Ori, not just for writing the starfish and the spider, 
but for his friendship yes. through, and his blessing on yes. this book. Now, so you and I, we start writing. I mean, we're writing literally for two or three years. It's crazy. There's just all these bumps and these slowdowns and these backups and everything. And crazy life circumstances, like yeah. a hurricane hits and wipes out your existence. <laughs> yeah, it did. It's I mean, I, a Cat 5 hurricane set me off the rails for about a year. Um, and But then, uh, so you and I uh, probably have 98% of the book written and uh or we thought we did and then you called me up one day and said hey my mom had a dream <laughs> so what about that yeah so we're yeah we're right at the tail end of this and uh my mom you know has been is an amazing woman so grateful uh, but does not come from in any way shape or form any kind of charismatic experience like grew up in the catholic church met jesus walking the aisle at a conservative baptist church He's been a part of that her whole life, and uh, I cannot recall another time where my mom spoke in these terms, but she said clearly, uh, I think the Lord told me to tell you. <laughs> uh, Alan Hirsch is what I heard. Alan Hirsch, I think he's supposed to help you with this book. And the fact that it was such an anomaly for my mom to speak in this kind of dreams and visions, word from the Lord, and, it, and my hair stood up when she said it. I mean, I had an inner witness. Mm. And uh, I literally called Alan the same day. And he said, yes, in 10 minutes. <laughs> Which, yeah. again, was a sense, I think, of inner yeah, confirmation yeah. to Alan. And really, this book sits inside of uh, the world that he's created with his books. In particular, understanding the church as a movement and what is become known as the MDNA. So Alan is kind of a, a phenomenologist. He studied the movement of the church and sees six different elements that when they're at play, the church goes kaboom and finds her most like primal, exponential, transformative expression, that as a movement. And so our work is really about what's the form of leadership that's needed to give birth to that form of church because most church leaders have learned how to lead in centralized forms with hierarchy and that's a very different skill set than it yeah. is leading a form of church that is really a decentralized network and here we are in covid and every church leader in the world has had to begin to reimagine the church as a decentralized network and so the timing of this the fact that it took five years and it's been through actually three total rewrites. Yeah. Um, and there's been in each kind of evolutionary stage, like new illumination, a new breakthrough. And then finally, this partnership with Alan, um, with, which really was the fourth rewrite, um, then it would come out right at this hour. It, it's hard not to see this as a Kairos kind of moment. Yeah, there's no doubt. You just saw God's sovereignty through it. In, in the midst of all of our frustration and everything, uh, to look now uh, here as we're about, we're close to the spring of 2021. And you and I have, and Alan too, have said on multiple occasions, man, this book, the timing is so much right now compared to what it would have even been nine months ago. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it, you know, the, the, the world's changing. Uh, leadership strategies must change. We're in an adapt or die scenario as mm. the church in North America and probably in the world. But I mean, this is our field. Uh, 
So uh, if we don't change, we're not going to be around. And so as much work as has been done in the missional movement and all that over the last several years, and even in um, the development of those Ephesians 4 practices of apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, and teacher, which we all, all commonly call APEST, um, that, that even that will not really flow into a movemental sphere if you don't deal with the leadership structures and systems that traditionally for, you know, the last 150 years at least have been heavy hierarchy. Yes. And um, uh, so that is, so the amazing thing was we basically took some of the metaphors and the essence of the starfish and the spider ideas and then Alan's movemental ideas. And we said, what would it look like if all this came together? Um, but with the scripture driving it Amen. with the heart of Jesus driving it. Yes. And that's really the book that we, we hope that we've produced, uh, and this, that, that we're offering up there at this point. And this is the companion podcast. You found it. No one even knows about it. And so welcome to the secret. And our hope is, um, we, the book is the starfish and the spirit. And, uh, it's got three sections. It's first reimagined church, and then it's multiplying leaders. How do you create a culture for multiplying leaders? And the last section is creating a culture for multiplying disciples. But this podcast is a different name. It's the Starfish and the Church. Right. And and we want to uh, have these two sort of catalytically empower one another. And the focus of the podcast is having conversations with church leaders, honest conversations, to say, hey, where in your experience have you been spider bit? Like, where is the hierarchical forms of leadership maybe hurt you or oppressed you. And also in this podcast, we ask them point blank, Hey, when have there been times when you kind of spider bit other people, right? You know, and you're looking back now and then we explore with them, like, what does it look like to be a starfish leader? And uh, we've got an incredible lineup for the first season. It's I'm not embarrassed at all to talk about this lineup that, that uh, we have, uh, obviously, Alan's with us on a few conversations. Alan Hirsch is with us on Ori, a few conversations. Ori shows up, too. Ori Brofman. Yeah, Ori, Ori Brofman. Um, we've got a guy named Doug Kirkpatrick. That oh, yes. When you read uh, this book, which we know that everybody listening to this podcast <laughs> is going to go out and buy five copies. Comes out March 30th. That's right. So, but there's a guy named Doug Kirkpatrick that we talk a lot uh, in there. Uh, if you have eaten spaghetti, ketchup. if you've eaten ketchup, if you've eaten pizza, anything with to- tomato base in it, th- there's a 99% chance that you have partaken from the company that Dur- Doug per- uh, Kirkpatrick has been a part of and in leadership for like three decades. Uh, uh, from Morningstar, and we'll just leave it at that. Well, Fascinating conversation yeah, with Doug. Let's just say it's like a billion-dollar company, and there are no bosses. Now, I know, yeah. you, I know yeah. you don't believe me when I say that. Yeah. So, listen not one to- person has the power nope. to fire unilaterally anyone. It's that it can't be. Come on, yeah. that can't. You're just gonna you have to listen to the you podcast. Can't, you can't. You can't do it like that. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. Okay, just listen to it. Um, we got our mutual buddy, Dave Ferguson. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and new thing is one of the brighter spots. You know, I mean that it's up to I think somewhere around nine thousand churches that are organized. I think in three or four hundred networks, and it's it's pretty amazing what God's doing. And Dave yeah. is 
a starfish leader. Uh, also, we got to get into the deep theological foundations for what we're doing. So mm-hmm. we have some like uh, you know little league people like Greg Boyd, Greg and, Boyd, and Scott McKnight. Okay. Come yeah. on, yeah, yeah, those guys. Those guys are kind of flailing uh, at you know they're writing. No, we help know. them though. Like the I think yeah, we were able to help them. Yeah, right. They're writing Sunday school curriculum and stuff, and so we kind of helping them along. And not to mention another heavyweight, Todd. Bolsinger. Todd Bolsinger from Fuller. Canoe in the mountains, man. Amazing. What Amazing Todd's book. done. Yep. And then, man, if, if especially for any of us that have been around for very long, Nancy Beach. We had a great conversation with Nancy, and we're going to have her back, too. So great conversation with Nancy Beach, who, uh, you know, was a part of the leadership at Willow Creek. Uh, very honest time. interview. Very yeah. honest. About- yeah, very honest. And, and, then, and then Peter Block, which... Peter Block is, he's a living legend. We literally felt like we were sitting at the feet of Yoda Mm -hmm. in our conversation with Peter Block. In fact, Ori, I thought Ori was going to just come across the airways because Ori was in on that conversation and he just fell in love with Peter Block. Um, So, yeah, we got a lot of good people. Sean Lovejoy, Jen Hatmaker, we got a few others already for this first season. And we got a lot more that that we're uh we'll be adding um every week yeah so so hey here's what we want to ask you to consider hit the subscribe button hit subscribe that's all you gotta do and then if if you want to be a starfish leader hey share it with somebody uh somebody that you want to help encourage empower equip someone who you'd like to see maybe not just be a partner but even exceed you like who's your, so the who's starfish that? and the spirit book. Yes. So where can you get that? Where can that? You can book pre-order it now. You go to uh, this little thing called Amazon. You can go there. Yep. And yep. Uh, pre-order. And actually, we're going to keep you posted. We're going to have a launch team, um, and these are folks that want to be advocates, not so much for us, but for the message of this book. And so, be listening because uh, we we want to build a community around this podcast and around this book. And uh, we'd love for you to consider being a part of it. We'll keep you posted. Yep. We'll be back. Hey, hey. Lance. Yay. Maybe next year, man. Maybe the Chiefs will win next year. No, they're going to win. No, they'll win next year. Okay. Um, uh, you know, because they won't get all these cheap oh my gosh. flagrant <laughs> flags that don't even – I mean, all this hey, you know junk. How- there was a bunch of spider – leadership yeah yeah a bunch of the you know i, I just hierarchical can we cuss on this or we're not supposed to i'm i'm, I'm sorry I... not explicit. <laughs> hey we'll yeah, see you next yeah. week for our conversation with alan hirsch thanks folks spread the word <laughs>